Alright, what's good everyone? Welcome back to Keep It 111. This is Sanha. Andy is um, out sick with COVID, so I have a special guest on today. Sung, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, uh, my name's Sung. I love I love college football. I love NFL uh, college football. I, I keep keep track of recruiting, um, and then I follow the Georgia Bulldogs. I was born, I was raised here in Georgia. Went to college at UGA. So, yeah, that's my team. Awesome. Excited to be here. Let's go. Yeah. So today, so typically we talk about like a lot of different sports, but today since we since we have our special guest, I want to do just like um like an NFL draft extravaganza where we kind of just focus and talk about about the draft. Um, and it's actually a really good one for you to be on because there are a lot of Georgia Bulldogs um, yeah. who are high up on the list. Um, and I think, you know, it's probably just best to go position by position here. Um, I mentioned this to you earlier that, like, you know, if it's, like, tight end or whatever, there aren't... I don't think there's going to be a tight end in the first round this year, <laughs> so we don't really need to talk about that. Uh, but we, we can just talk about kind of the, the key players for every position. So let's just start at QB. Um, yeah. You know, who do you think are, you know, potential QBs that could go in the first round this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's like three to four. Um, three to four because I do see one of them possibly falling out okay um i think this year's qb class is a lot weaker than previous ones yeah um like uh, last year was a strong class the year before that um and so yeah i mean i i see a lot of quarterbacks that are more project picks instead of this is going to be our guy from day one yeah and honestly like i feel like all of them need that like they need that development they um like they all come from non-powerhouse schools with top four quarterbacks uh right now um other than matt corral but even then like in the toughest sec he plays at old miss yep um so yeah i mean it, like i i feel like all of these quarterbacks need that development that one year to sit behind a starter um so that they could they could get accustomed to everything they could they could watch practices watch film uh pick pick the brains of whoever they're sitting behind um so yeah i mean this year's quarterback class i i feel like is a class that needs a lot of development uh in the nfl but i do see i do see like superstar potential for two to three of them okay so so talking about not necessarily who you think is going to go first off the board but who you think is going to be the best quarterback in the NFL? I would say, honestly, like Malik Willis right now is like who everyone's talking about. Um, but honestly, I think Kenny Pickett. I, I, okay. like, I, I think he's great. Um, just seeing like how he developed so much um, and then seeing his performance in, in their uh, conference bowl game. Um, just seeing like his his improvision, that one play that got banned after he did it, uh, the fake kneel, uh, <laughs> and then just continuously running. You know, it pissed a lot of people off. But yeah. I mean, he knew his rules. He knew he knew that it was allowed. Yeah. 
Um, there wasn't any rules against it. Uh, you know, he did that, got his ass back up, like mid mid fall, ran straight to the end zone. Um, so I mean, it shows like like the that he has brains, and honestly, I think that's a underrated quality uh, for quarterbacks. Um, it's just how smart they are and how um, they can think on the fly. Um, usually, those are the quarterbacks who can um, read defenses better, uh, call audibles. Um, you know, and that's that's something definitely needed in the NFL as opposed to college where, you know, you could throw it 30 times in a game, throw for like 700 yards, whereas in the NFL, like, you're playing against the best defensive players yeah. at every position, you know. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, in college, it's like some of those kids aren't going going to the NFL. Like, that's the reality of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, Kenny Pickett, I think he has a great arm. Um, like, we saw... Like that, he could develop, you know. Um, I, I I don't know exactly uh, what stars he had coming out of high school, but you know, he went to a program that has their ups and downs for football, but you know, isn't considered a powerhouse program. Um, they do de- uh, they do send a lot of good players to the NFL, um, sure. guys like Aaron Donald, yep. you know, notably. Um, notably. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, he has the highest ceiling. Um, honestly, I, I feel like at the end of the like at the end of all their careers, I think like he'll be considered the best quarterback coming out of this class. All right, all right, I like that you calling your shot with Kenny Pickett. All right, yeah. so so I I didn't have a chance to do this with every single position group, but uh-huh. for QBs, I had a chance to watch probably. Uh, like at least fifty to sixty snaps of of the top five guys, um, and so I have some questions for you on, on Kenny Pickett because, um, so this is the first he's actually the first uh, QB that I looked at on film, and I I think I, I generally liked what I saw. Um, he's a really twitchy athlete, right? Like, yeah, he's uh, he he's really athletic. Um, <laughs> And he's really good at running with the ball, which, like, he doesn't look to do it all all the time. But when he does do it, he's really good at it. And mm-hmm. it's to the extent where, like, I was watching him and I was like, if you just gave him me, like, like a foot race, right? Just a straight yeah. line foot race between him and Malik Willis. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, it could be a toss-up. Like, this guy is pretty yeah. fast. Um, yeah. and, and so... That was one thing that I was like, okay, wow, that that's really special. Um, I thought when he has space to throw, that he has really, really good accuracy. Yeah. Um, which obviously you're not always going to have space to throw in the NFL, um, but I thought he was super, super accurate when he has the space, when he has the time. Um, I thought his release wasn't necessarily the fastest uh, release in the world. Um, but you know, I, it was it didn't give me like, it, it didn't make me worry. Like it, it wasn't slow enough that, that made me worry. Um, but then I started seeing a couple of things where I want to ask you about that I had some issues with. So, you know, obviously the big thing with Kenny Pickett this year w- was his hand size, right? Um, his hands are like, what are they like? eight and a half like a little bigger than eight and a half inches or something um which i think like people say that nine inches is your like your typical threshold or whatever um 
And so reportedly, uh, so so if if people who are listening don't know, Kenny Pickett has always played and continues to play with gloves on, um, which is kind of different from like every other quarterback, right? A lot of quarterbacks like to feel the ball on their hands, on their skin, um, but Kenny Pickett has always worn gloves. Um, and part of the reason is because he has smaller hands. Um, but apparently there's also like, there's something like, like wrong with like the way that his thumb is or something, um, in his throwing hand that he can't extend it all the way. And so like, that's also like part of the reason why, um, his hand is smaller. But in any case, um, I think a lot of people are saying that you can't really see the impact of the small hands because he has the gloves and like that gives him enough control. But I think... I was starting to see it when he didn't have a lot of room to throw. So like when he was pressured or he was on the run or the biggest thing was when he didn't have enough space to to step into his throws, to use his legs, um, I thought he didn't have like full control of the ball and wanted to know what your thoughts were on that and if you saw kind of the same thing when you saw Kenny Pickett. I mean, honestly, like with him, um, I watched like one game. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, full game, um, just because, you know, for me, like my, I'm just all Georgia football. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, with things like that, like there, there's so many people where, or not so many, but I mean, everyone has their flaws. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like like Patrick Mahomes, like I, I forgot what his his. Um, his issues, quote unquote, were yeah. when he was in the draft process, but they were things that were like, oh yeah, we're we're concerned about that, so we're not going to pick him. And yeah. you know, Chicago's regretting that decision, um, or you know, all, all the teams that passed up on him are, are yeah. um, regretting that decision. Um, so I mean, with things like that, um, I I feel like with players that are smart, um, which I think Kenny Pickett is. Um, I think when you're being coached by the best of the best, right? Yeah. Um, of course, like the people, like the quarterbacks coaches on, on Pittsburgh, I, I'm sure like they're, they're geniuses, you know, that's why yeah, they're employed yeah, yeah. at a big college. But I mean, the NFL is the cream of the crop, that's right. right? Um, but I also do think like, I, I didn't mention this, but I do think he has to go to a right system in order for him to succeed yeah um so like i i like i want him to go like pittsburgh steelers to trade up right yep, yep. pick him up um because i mean i i don't know why ben roethlisberger did it but he also played with a glove at the tail end of his career that's right yeah um so maybe they had similar issues right and, and ben roethlisberger like sure like the the last years of his career weren't the greatest but i mean like I, I grew up watching Pittsburgh because of Heinz Ward, right? Part Korean. Um, so I, I watched Ben Roethlisberger in his prime, and in his prime, like the man was amazing, right? Right. Big Ben. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of the quarterbacks in this class need to go to a good system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Mitch Trubisky. Like I, I, I thought, like, what the hell is Chicago doing when they did draft him? Right? <laughs> um, um, just cause like I, I had issues with, um, uh, you know, the guy only started for one year, yeah, won four games. games. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it was like, he barely had any experience. Yeah. Um, 
and they were saying, oh, this guy's the next big thing. Yeah. Right? Um, and so when they did draft him, I was like, huh, like there is Deshaun Watson, who I, I loved coming out of college. Yep. Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes was there in hindsight. I mean, I, I wasn't big on Patrick Mahomes when he was getting drafted because, you know, I never heard of an, anyone, you know, named Patrick Mahomes. I wasn't watching <laughs> Texas Tech. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, but there were better quarterbacks. Um, but Josh Rosen, or not Josh Rosen, uh, Mitch Trubisky went to Buffalo. Um, I, I like preseason. He did amazing. Yeah. Um, he, I think he started one game. Um, People are saying that he looks really good. Exactly right, and which is why uh, the Steelers gave him a contract. It wasn't a big one. Yep. Smart on them. Um, a short contract where if it doesn't work out, they're not losing out on much, right? Yep. And within a year or two, um, they could let him go. Um, so, you know, why not spend that year to picking your quarterback up of the future, letting him learn behind him, giving them those NFL practices. Um, uh, so maybe Kenny Pickett, but I mean, I feel the same way with Malik Willis. So, I mean, I honestly think it's one, a one B when okay. it comes to those two. Okay. Um, okay. yeah. Uh, I, I give the edge to Kenny Pickett just cause, I mean, he did well against better competition, you know? Yeah, Pittsburgh probably loses out on recruiting um, uh, battles with schools within their conference. Definitely. You know, there's 100%. there's schools that they played against that have quote unquote better players, um, and, and he performs right. He he gave Pittsburgh a good season, uh, took them to a New Year's six New Year's six bowl, um, which I mean he didn't play in, but I mean smart on him, right? Yeah, get your yeah, money. Yeah. Uh, don't get injured, get your money. Uh, you're not playing for the national championship. Um, but yeah, I mean, a place like Pittsburgh, I think, would be great. Uh, but if he ends somewhere like 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 Detroit, right? Yep. Or um, just you know, like I mean, the Jets wouldn't because they have they have their guy. But uh, let's say he got drafted to the Jets, right? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't see him being successful. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of these guys need to go to the right situation, right? Right. Um, right. Where you know some some quarterbacks will go to a, a team young, um, they'll they'll play horribly, they'll be released, and then they'll play decent on their next team, right? Like um, Ryan Tannehill, um, you know, in Miami it was horrible, got released. Went to Tennessee. I I don't think he's great, but I mean he's a starting quarterback, right? right. So yeah, I mean, Kenny Pickett. Like I I want to see him um, in Pittsburgh uh, with Mike Tomlin. Just get developed there. Sit behind Mitch Trubisky. Um, hopefully he's not put into like a Jordan Love situation where it's you're our next quarterback. But you know it seems like. Uh, Jordan, he'll have to pay like 10 years uh, behind Aaron <laughs> Rodgers before he gets a start. Unlucky. <laughs> you know, it, that, that's just perfect because Aaron Rodgers had to do the same thing with Brett Favre. But, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you, you alluded to this, but um, you have kind of like a 1A, 1B. Talk to me about Malik Willis. Um, what do you like about him? What makes him different from Kenny Pickett? Um, I mean, I think Malik Willis, uh, he's older. Right. right. Um, he played at Auburn. Um, never really got a chance there. Transferred out to Liberty. 
uh, and then last year, like he put his name on the map, right? Um, at a division two or three school, I'm not sure what Liberty is. Um, at a smaller school, but but you know, like last year, he played at Virginia Tech, um, went there and like he he won that game, right? Yeah. So he he like he's playing with lesser talent, yeah. um, but he manned them up to. Um, you know, go out and win at a Division One program. You know, Virginia Tech. They're they're not they're not the biggest best team in the world. But I mean, just the fact that you can go against Division One players, like everyone on their team being Division One players, you being the only like Division One <laughs> guy on your team, um, and carrying your team to a win. Like I think that's special. Yeah. Sure um, right. Yeah. And and that shows. Like um, like I feel like guys who wait. X amount of years, right? Yeah. Not not like how it is now, where it's like freshmen will will transfer schools. Yeah. Right, because they're not happy. Um, and, and college football now allows you to transfer, and you don't have to sit out for a year. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I I'm not sure exactly how long he sat, but I think it was like three to four years that he sat at Auburn, waited his chance, realized like he wasn't gonna get it, so he decided to transfer to a smaller school just because you know his stock wasn't the highest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. So. I, I guess Liberty um, recruited him the hard, hardest, asked him to come. Uh, he went. He was willing to sit out that one year. Um, and then, you know, he tore it up when he went, right? Yep. Uh, and now he's, he's. I mean, I, I think he's projected to be the top quarterback uh, drafted. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's a lot of intangibles. Like, a lot of people will talk about that. Um, but, I mean, that that's something that matters right if you have a quarterback who doesn't love the game right they'll they'll get their money and you know um enjoy their money right some people are willing to collect their paychecks and um just not care about the game of football anymore like johnny menzel was an example of that um so yeah i mean it just shows that like he loves the game um like I, I think he has good size, right? Speed. Um, like I, I think his arm is great. Like, um, like I was watching his film from Auburn. It wasn't the greatest then, but I mean, now, like I think, I think his his arm talent is great. Yeah, right? the ball flies. Um, yeah, exactly. Right, and, and he's willing to run. Right, um, and that's. That's something like I feel like a lot of the next generation of quarterbacks that come in. Are, oh, for are, sure. Yeah, like they're gonna be required to have right. Um, you see all the the younger quarterbacks who are successful. They 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 all run, right? Yeah. Yep. Josh Allen runs. Yep. Right. Lamar Jackson runs. Yeah. Like Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. He does it less, but I mean he he's. But he's still he's still a he's exactly. still a scrambler and exactly e- even the top three QBs in this draft they're all scramblers. Exactly right, and and as defenses are getting better, um, and, and you know like you have less time to wait for your receiver to get open. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to run right because like defensive linemen like they used to be big, fat, slow guys that would just like overpower the linemen and then get to you, which you know would take longer. But now they're like skinny. Or not skinny, but they're super muscular. They're um, and they're quick. They run right? four seven eight like Jordan Davis. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like imagine Jordan Davis running at you, right? 
If you can't run, you're, I, you're, I would you're quit. I would be something. like, I'm out, yeah, I'm out exactly. of the game. <laughs> exactly. No, me and Josh were talking about that. Like, if, if, if Jordan Davis was running at me, I, I, I poop my pants. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah. No. Like, I, I would just give up. Right. Um, so as as that happens, like, you have to be able to run. Right. And yeah, like, yeah. if if you look at his film, like. He can go through his progressions, um, but he can also like sense that that pressure. Yeah. Um, yep. So like he he like it's a quick decision of okay, I'm tucking it and running it. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, I feel like that's something valuable. For sure. Um, I don't know what his injury report is, but I mean, his first like he he basically played two seasons. Yeah. Right? So yeah, yeah. it's not he's not like coming in bruised and battered where like oh he's one small injury away from um his career not panning out due to injuries yeah right? yep um and like wear and tear is real for 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 nfl players yeah for sure. um which is why like a lot of people sit out and stuff right and, and i i think that's smart like do i not like it of course like you know like <laughs> georgia players sit out all the time um but you have to understand it, right? Yeah. This is something that they all worked for their whole lives. Um, they're not going to blow it on a game that doesn't really mean anything, right? Because sure. you're not celebrating um, like a Taco Bell bowl, right? You're yeah. not. You're not celebrating yeah. winning that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think he has good size, right? Where he's not skinny, but he's not like overweight, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He seems like he can read his progressions. He like his his arm is strong. Um, I, I think um, maybe he can work on accuracy. Um, For sure. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, like if if you spend a year or two developing, like I I think he'll be great. So like him, Kenny Pickett, like I I think they'll they'll be the top two, and they're probably going to be the top two taken off the board. Um, yeah, but. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I really like him. Um as as compared to the other top UVs. So so let me give you let me give you some notes that I had watching Malik. I think I watched two or three games um of Malik Willis. Um and, and let me know if if anything stands out. So I mean, first thing was uh, like immediately he has it looks like immense arm strength like the, the ball just like zips from his hands with incredible velocity like like 20 yard out routes he just he he throws yeah. it with very with ease um but on that it's it's so i this is a question for you like i saw a lot of balls that were coming out really fast and it seemed like they were like bouncing out of the receiver's hands like is he throwing a less catchable ball, or are his receivers just like that bad? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say, uh, when when it's like not a deep throw, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah, ten to twenty yards. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It seems like it's just dipping across. Yeah, right? yep, yep. Really fast. Um, which I mean, honestly, like let's say. Let's say you go to a team with with good receivers, yeah. right? That probably won't be an issue. That's what I'm um, guessing. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there are teams where it's like they just can't find wide receivers, right? Philadelphia, for example. 
True. Um, Atlanta, like this, like I, like I'm scared for our receiving core this year. Like we have Kyle Pitts, and that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, like we're we're. We signed guys that uh, that were cut mid-season. Yeah, right? and they're, yeah, they're our yeah. wide receiver too. Um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, but when, they got to be better than the receivers at that were at Liberty last year. Yeah, exactly. Right. They, these are NFL guys. Yeah, um, exactly. And I don't. I mean, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think any Liberty receivers are being projected. I don't to be think drafted. so. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, like. If you look at like his his um, RPOs, like their their RPO plays, yeah, yeah, like he he'll look at the defense and decide whether to tuck or let it go, yeah, uh, to hand off, like you know, and and that's like I I know a lot more NFL teams are running RP, RPOs, yeah, um, yeah, that's true, right? The game's evolving, um, you know, scores are a lot higher than it was five ten years ago, sure, right, yeah, yeah. um. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you need a guy who is high motor, um, can zip it, but can also, like, throw it downfield. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I, who knows? Like, they may, the team he gets drafted to may uh, draft a speedy guy, like, round three or four, right? Right. And then they become the next big duo. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like his arm strength is so great that when it comes to short passes they're just hitting you right yeah yeah exactly. um, yeah. yeah and like wide receivers like i feel like hand size really matter right and, yep. and if something that fast is hitting your your hands and your hands aren't nfl size right yeah um it's gonna bounce out right um but so i mean i i see that issue of just bouncing out of people's hands being less of an issue in the future Sure. Uh, when he goes to the NFL, sure. Um, and I, I think at that point you would just have to highlight, like, dang, like this guy can zip out passes 10, yeah. 15 yards, right? Yeah. Um, so when you need you need yards quick, short yard short yardage situations where you need the ball out quick, um, like you know, like you can depend on this guy. Where whereas some people like their short passes will kind of float, right? Yeah. Um, will be won't be as quick. Um, and then, you know, like arms like that, you can fit balls into tight spaces. That's right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, like it could be looked at as a negative, but uh, if you factor everything in, I think there's more positives coming out of that situation than negatives. I think I'm with you. I, I, I definitely see this as a positive. But so yeah. a cu- couple other things that I saw, I thought his release was pretty good. I think his release was actually faster than Kenny Pickett's, um, at least from what I was seeing. Um he so one thing that I noticed about his feet is that sometimes his feet can get a little tight. So like, it, like so generally, right when you're playing QB, you you want to have like a good base uh, and, and space between your feet so that you can like step into your throws, right? Yeah. Um, but like sometimes I could see like his feet getting really close to each other, um, and like I think part of it was due to the fact that he's not always bouncing on his feet. So, like, if you see, like, yeah. good quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, right, they're always, like, bouncing on their toes um, so that they're, like, always ready to move. But I saw Malik Willis definitely more than, like, once um, kind of get flat-footed and, yeah. and not really bouncing. And I think that kind of 
made his feet get a little tight and then that kind of impacted his accuracy. Um, but that's something that can be coached. So hopefully, exactly. hopefully he can improve on that. Um, and then uh, last couple of things here. Yeah, like I, I noted like on the accuracy, he's not the most accurate QB in the draft, um, especially when it comes to like deep balls. Yeah. He like and and balls that require a little bit of touch. Like yeah. he's like like I mentioned right or like we were talking about. He's really really good at like at gunning a ball in like a bullet right. Yeah. But when it comes to kind of more touch throws, um, I saw like he I felt that he was a little more um, inconsistent uh, mm-hmm. when when he had to put some touch on his ball. So that's that's another place for him to improve on. Um, and then the last one was, man, I thought when I was going to watch Malik Willis, I thought because of all the talk about his mobility and stuff, um, I thought I was going to see like a quarterback that was built more like Lamar Jackson or something. Yeah. But this yeah. guy is like kind of thick. Like yeah. he's, he's built like a smaller running back. And yeah. he kind of, when he runs, he runs like a, like a scat back almost. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It's fascinating to like watch him. I was like, how's this guy QB? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's special. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that will boost his stock. Yeah. yeah. Probably why, like, you know, he went from like, Oh, second to th- third quarterback to, I mean, people are saying like he could be drafted to, um, like Carolina, Carolina at six. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel like he has a lot of special traits that will um, transfer over. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone's got something that they need to fix. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, like I mean, but like Lamar Jackson doesn't have the most conventional uh, throwing mechanics. Yeah. But he definitely. makes it work, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, let him let him play a couple of preseason games, see how um, you know, like if if his throwing mechanics and all that do really need work like it will will it just completely not work in the nfl right right right. um gauge that if it has to be something where it's like oh this this needs to change yeah you know you'll you'll have that year to change right to to coach him up um and and like i i watched some of his like um i know like colleges have like uh like for georgia it's it's g day right yeah yeah starters will go against like backups yep right i watched this film from those days back at auburn and and like it, it was bad yeah right um but like look at him now Clearly right? so he's it shows he's yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly um so you know like he's still developing he's still like a raw talent right yeah. that could be coached up um so yeah i mean i i feel like he has all the traits to be successful yeah um is it and like He's shown like he can be coached um, to to make it work, yep. right? Yep. And, and I feel like that's something where um, it's important to NFL teams, right? Because right. there's reports all the time of like, oh, coach says this guy was uncoachable, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where like, oh, like I'm too pr- like I have too much pride or whatever, whatever. Which I mean. All power to you, right? You made it to the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you know, like if you don't think you need to change, like, yeah. You know? like, <laughs> I guess, yeah. If you don't yeah, feel like you it, know, then you're a grown you go man. For it, you go for exactly, it. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, there's like, like Bill Belichick, right? He's an overweight man, but he's coached some people. Like, he's coached guys that were unknown. 
to other other teams yeah, into yeah, yeah. like hall of fame players like super bowl winners stuff like that yep, right yep. so it just shows like these coaches know what they're doing yeah, yeah right um and so if you have a player that you know like will listen to you will take advice will will put that into their game like i feel like that's a huge plus yeah for sure okay all right so l- let's talk about my number one qb of the draft uh-huh. um matt corral Okay. So he's my favorite QB, uh-huh. and and it's it's for a lot it's for a lot of reasons. So like when I was watching uh-huh. this guy play, I felt so number one, I felt like he was the most natural thrower of the ball. Uh-huh. Like when he was throwing the football, it just felt so natural. Uh-huh. Um, the motion, the way that he was throwing it, the way that he keeps like he's still accurate when he's like off platform, when it's like weird angles. Um, he's still very accurate. Um, his footwork looks pretty good. Uh, he, I mentioned like this thing that Malik Wills doesn't do. Like he stays bouncy um, on his feet, um, and that helps him uh, keep like, good footwork. Um, I I was really impressed with his, with his athleticism. Um, yeah. he's like really, quick. yeah, yeah. He, exactly. He's super quick on his feet. Like, yeah. I was like, wow. I, I was kind of impressed. I was like, this guy throws the ball really well, but he's also really, really quick on his feet. Um, and then he has, he, he doesn't have the arm strength that Malik Willis necessarily has, but it's better than Kenny Pickett. Um, like yeah. Kenny Pickett kind of relies on his legs to help him push the ball. But Matt Corral doesn't need his legs to push the ball. So when he doesn't have a lot of space um, and he can't kind of like – he can't transfer the weight from, from, for his legs, he can still push the ball into tight, tight spaces because yeah. he has like the pure arm strength. And so like when I was looking at all these things, I was like, wow, like I really, really like this guy. Um, I was kind of surprised that he's being mocked so low. Um Tell me, I mean, tell me your thoughts on, like, why why isn't this guy being heralded in, like, the same class as Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett? Because, like you were saying, it, it feels like the consensus is that Pickett and Willis are, like, the 1A, 1B, and then Corral is kind of next. Yeah, I mean, um, like, honestly, like, I would say the reason why, huh? So... Honestly, I think any quarterback that's in Lane Kiffin's system yeah. will be successful. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, like, Lane Kiffin will create, like, plays that are just hard to read, um, things like that, right? And so yep. he'll be successful, right? Um, so I'm not saying, like, his skill set reminds me of Tua, but um, I, I feel the same way about uh Matt Corral as I did him okay um okay. when he was drafted by Miami like I, I texted Josh and I was like that's the dumbest pick that ever <laughs> happened right um because I I was never super high on him yeah, right because yeah, yeah. um he Tua would always he, he's playing in, at Alabama yep right yep where I mean anyone any quarterback you could throw a, like a guy from like your local walmart who played um (laughs) quarterback in high school like like 10 years ago into a um a nick saban offense as the quarterback and you know they're gonna make 
the the college football playoffs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what I didn't like about him was that whenever he played in games against tough defenses, he would always struggle, mm. right? Um, like his, his bright spots of, oh, Tua's like a good decision maker. He's super, like he can go through his progressions one by one and make the right decision, right? But yeah. when you're behind five guys that are going to make the NFL. Um, and you're playing against people <laughs> that aren't right on the opposite side of the line. Yeah. Um, you're going to be able to do that. But like Twa, when he played against Georgia, Georgia's yeah. defense, he struggled. Right. Yeah. Um, like I remember the SEC championship one year, he had to be benched for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Um, he when they played against LSU that one year, he struggled. Right. And, and people say like, yeah, like it's it's because he was, his leg was injured. Yeah. Um, but like you running with the ball and then before you get getting hit, letting it go and fumbling it and that being taken, you know, to, to the 40 yard line or whatever it was. And then Joe Burrow scoring a touchdown, um, <laughs> the next play, um, that's not necessarily on your legs. Right. Yeah. Um, so when I see guys that are just like amazing, right. In college football, um, in like explosive offenses, they're putting up the stats and everything. Um, when they play against good defenses or defenses that will put you in situations under pressure, um, how will you do? Yeah, right? Because yeah. the NFL in the NFL, you're playing against four guys that like you're basically playing against the Alabama defense. Yeah, that were monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, guys that are. Bigger, faster, stronger than anyone else on your team. Yeah. Right. Um, so when you're put in that situation, like how do you, how, how will you do, right? And Matt Corral, um, this year I watched, I watched the first quarter of Alabama versus Ole Miss because it was so hyped, right? Um, <laughs> like, like, Ole Miss was doing really well at that point. Like yeah, either yeah, they yeah. were undefeated or they only had one loss at that point going up against Alabama. Yeah. Like they came off a big win against Arkansas. Um, so it was super hyped, right? I, I was I was excited, like uh, mid date with Subin. I was like, hey, we gotta go to Taco Mac, and I need to watch this. <laughs> right? Um, ordered my food. Um, was watching the game, and and like first drive, it was like, oh, like they're doing something, right? His first two passes, they were on target, hit, and then after that, it just went downhill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, there was no like, he couldn't really do much if anything until like garbage time came by right um and so in that aspect he reminds me of twa um like i i always like like i was like i thought joe burrow should have gone number one right Mm -hmm, and i still mm -hmm. like if if that draft happened again today joe burrow should go number one yeah right but then i i i thought like justin herbert should be the second quarterback off the board Mm. Right, it sh- and Tua should be like a second rounder. Like I, I told um, people around me that also watch football. Like, yeah, like I don't think he's first round. Like I, I like I think he's bad. Right, that was my <laughs> my opinion on Tua. Um, and I, I mean, I hope he succeeds in Miami. Right, like I, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't wish bad on anyone. Yeah, right? yeah, I don't wish like oh, I wish that guy was out of the NFL. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. I wish him success, but I also thought like he was not a first round pick. I thought he was like a second and third, and I, you know, I thought like you know this guy should be, um, 
either like a developmental guy where you sit him two, three years and then start him, give him a chance, or, you know, just like, um, like a, right, the, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Fitzgerald? Oh, um, um, Man, that, that the Harvard guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just like that transition guy, right? Uh, that's how I saw it. Yeah, um, I, I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick. God, Fitzpatrick, there Fitzpatrick, you go. Fitzgerald. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so I was never super high on him. Yeah. Um, Neither was I, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and that's that's the way I feel with Macarell is, um, when you're playing against, so I mean they play in the SEC West, um, and SEC West other than like LSU, um, Alabama, uh, isn't really known for their defenses. Sure, right? sure, sure. Um, and those are six of the twelve games you're going to be playing, right? Yeah, yep. Um, so you're going to look amazing, right, in Lane Kiffin's offense. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you look similar, if not the same, right? Yeah. Or or show those flashes of oh, like he's gonna be great yeah. in those big games against yeah. those big opponents, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I I think he failed that test for me. Gotcha. Um, Makes sense. Which is why I'm not as high at. at All right, so you yeah now now you're on the record since since you're talking on my podcast as it's recorded. Yeah. Now, now you're on the record and uh, you're going to come back. You're going to come back when Matt Corral is a pro bowler. Is a pro bowler. <laughs> you're going to come back Yo, on the I, show. I wish him the most success. <laughs> I wish everyone in this draft class success unless they're drafted by the stage. Uh, okay. All right. So let, let's um let's wrap up the QBs here and let's just quick rip uh, like – Take some really quick hits on on a couple of other ones here. I think obviously we have to talk a little bit about Desmond Ritter, QB out of Cincinnati. Um, he's like he's going way up draft boards, yeah. um, like into the first round in in, in some mock drafts. And I think yeah. a lot of it's due to the fact that he's he's a really smart player. Mm-hmm. He's a great leader, um, and he's just a really good kid, right? Yeah. Um, and so. I, so, so, I heard all this, and I was like, okay, I, I have to watch this guy, like, uh-huh. and to be really, really honest, other than his mechanics and footwork, which were really, really good, like, he has uh-huh. super clean mechanics. Yeah. Other than that, I was like, eh. <laughs> like I, I was like, I was like, really, this guy is the starting quarterback of a playoff college team? Like... I was like, yeah. when I when I watched him, I was like, your defense must be like really really good <laughs> for you to be in the playoff, which they were. You know, they yeah. have like they have multiple first round yeah. picks on their defense. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I just I just I just wasn't like overly impressed with, yeah. with his play. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like if he has a spot, it's. Uh, as a game manager. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I just didn't see anything special. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that so that's Ritter. We have to. We just have to talk about him because he's getting mocked in like the first round, um, some places. The last uh-huh. guy here is Sam Howell, who uh-huh. is kind of like your, the dark horse, right? Of yeah. Of this draft. Um, yeah. A quarterback out of UNC. It, so 
I think when I watched him, the biggest thing was so the way that he looked on the field, he looks like Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like his build and everything, he looks like bigger maybe. Exactly. Um, but the difference is that his motion is way different from Baker Mayfield. Like uh-huh. Baker Mayfield has like a pretty solid motion. Sam Howell, like he like I don't know how much Sam Howell you watched, but when he throws the ball, he like goes like way over the ball and kinda like it feels like he's like like, the motion feels super unnatural, and it takes him forever to release the yeah. ball. Um, and it's just, the mo- the overall motion just isn't as compact as, as Baker Mayfield's. And, like, if he wants to play in the NFL, he needs to, like, quicken the motion up. Um, but, frankly, like, I, I just don't know if he's going to be able to yeah. do it. Like, it just feels, it just looks like that's how he naturally throws the ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, he, he had the Jake Fromm effect where he was brilliant his freshman year and just fell off. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I hated Jake Fromm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I hated him. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, you know, when Justin Fields transferred, I, I DM Justin Fields every 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 month for, like, a year. Or what? Um, fuck Jake Fromm. I miss, you, right? I miss you, bro. Like stuff like that. That's right? hilarious. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Sam Howell, like he's being noted simply because he had the beginning of his career, like when he was a freshman, um, he played great. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, UNC did better than they had in years. Yeah, yeah. Starting, um, and so he had a lot of hype behind him. Um. But, you know, like, he progressively got worse, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, can't really win big games. Um, and UNC, like, lately they've been recruiting well. Yeah, right? So it's yeah, not yeah. a matter of, like, oh, they're just being out. Like, the talent level on the field is just too much for him to win. Yeah. That's not that's not the case with him. Um, uh, and I feel like with shorter quarterbacks, you know, they're taller than me, but... Uh, NFL standard <laughs> um, short quarterbacks, right? They have to be uh, just brilliant. Yeah, right? yeah, they have to be special. Yeah, yeah, right. They have to be a Russell Wilson. Right? Yeah, they, they have, have to be Russell to Wilson. Be, they have to be uh, what's his name? Drew Brees. Yeah, know, Drew Brees. Type of guys. Uh, uh, Murray on the on the Cardinals. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. They have to be brilliant for it to work out. Right. They have to have like this one trait that is just super special you can't ignore it yeah exactly right how does i have don't it. have that exactly yeah, he doesn't right? have it yeah um and i feel like that's something where it's like it's it, it's not something where it can be coached yeah. right kyler murray like he his brilliance was throwing on the run right yeah uh bu- buying time and then just flinging that ball out right yeah drew Brees was his arm right it was like he would throw the most deep precise balls like ever right yeah, yeah. um you know, Russell Wilson, like, he has an amazing arm, right? Um, and I just don't see that in Sam Howell. Like, he's an undersized guy. Um, and, I like, I was going to say exactly that. Like, he reminds me exactly of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. Right? Just um, a, he's like a budget Baker Mayfield. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and if, if Baker Mayfield can't work out in the NFL. Yeah, then, it, then it's a big yeah. yikes for Sam Howell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I think we can wrap up the QBs there. Um, let, let's move on to running back. Um, where running Georgia, back Georgia running backs. 
All right, all right. You know, talk to me, talk to me about the Georgia running backs because if I'm going to be frank, I don't think either one of them goes in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think they're going to be in the first round, right? Um, Kenneth Walker, I think, is great. Um, but he, he did great at Michigan State. Michigan yeah. State had a great year, yeah, yeah. right? Um, so, I mean, I, I think I think him, I think Isaiah Spiller before um, their offensive system changed where, you know, running back wasn't utilized too yeah. much. Like, he, he was amazing, yeah. right? And, he like, people were like, yeah, like, he'll be – um, the next, like, Ezekiel Elliott, right? I mean, I don't know exactly who they compared him to when he had his amazing years. Maybe the um, next CJ Spiller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? Um, and then Brees Hall. He's yeah. Good. Um, I, I mean, of course, I don't watch Iowa State too much. Um, but once you get past the top three running backs, I, I feel like James Cook is a good option. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel like... Like, I saw him and I compared him to Alvin Kamara. Mm. Like, uh, he's a little smaller yep. than him, yep. but they have similar skill sets where yeah. James Cook, like, his ball-catching ability is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, like, the game against Michigan, right? Like, he, he ran, he, he, like, threw up, he put a block up, uh, chipped the defender, ran, like, 10 yards real quick, looked for the ball, <laughs> got it, and then went straight to the house. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's done that multiple times, yep. right? James Cook, uh, he always played behind, um, like, good running backs. Because, I mean, yeah. Right? Georgia, and so, right? Yeah. Exactly, right? Um, and so, like, like DeAndre Swift, right? He was yep. playing behind him. But even then, he was putting up his numbers. Like, yeah, he, yep, I remember. Right? And I then remember. he just, like, I honestly, he could have gone into the draft last year and gotten drafted, right? But yeah. he decided, hey... Like this is this is the year where I can be running back one A or one B. Yeah. Right? Because it was it was him and Zamir White. Yeah. Right. That's but it. Yep. I like I loved um James Cook. Like I, I loved that he stayed. Um uh, like he bailed us out when our when Stetson Bennett couldn't do shit. Yeah. Right. He was big. Uh yeah, right. And and that just showed, right? Like I, I like this year, like they, they the, the focus was on Georgia's defense, but honestly, like, the running game really bailed us out a lot of times this year, where yeah. when Stetson Bennett couldn't make any throws, like, we just went to the run or passed it to him on short out routes, and, you know, like, he would take it, like, 40, 50 yards, yeah. right? Um, so, I mean, I don't under like, uh, Alvin Kamara, too, right? in college, like, he was the same way, where he wasn't too high on people's draft boards right he was like oh like he'll be a second third day pick yep which he was um and look at him now like he's getting his money putting his stats up right um and i feel like james cook can be that yeah i i, I agree I, I think james cook is like like if he could go to the saints that'd be a perfect system like yeah. system fit right um like someplace like that where they really know how to use a third down running back or yeah. or a receiving running back, which is actually like it's kind of weak in this class, right? When you look at the class of running backs, like even the top guys. I mean, Brees Hall is pretty good in the past, but Kenneth Walker is not, uh, uh-huh. not necessarily. And then you then then you keep going down the list, and like you don't see that many guys who are like stand out in the past game. Um, and so maybe that's somewhere like a niche that kind of James Cook can fill. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so like if, if you look at the other, the, the other running backs, I you, you mentioned it earlier, right? The top guys here are like Brees Hall, Iowa State, Kenneth Walker, uh, Michigan State. And these guys are just beasts. Like, yeah. They're so like, I mean, Kenneth Walker already, this guy is like 5'11", 210, ran 4'3", 8", yeah. like a monster. And yeah. I don't know how many games you've watched uh, of Kenneth Walker, but this guy runs angry, man. Yeah. Like he looks like a man possessed with the ball uh, in his hands. And I don't know, man. If I was a linebacker, I wouldn't want to like try to yeah. tackle this guy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I but, mean, you could say that about any running back. If, if any of these true, running backs were me, I I I pee. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then Brees Hall is like even more impressive. This guy is six one. So put two inches on Kenneth Walker. He's two twenty. Put ten pounds on Kenneth Walker, <laughs> and then he runs four three nine. Like Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like, this guy's an absolute beast. He's also has like really natural hands. That's something maybe like Kenneth Walker is kind of kind of lacking. Yeah. Um, Brees Hall is really dynamic in the run game or in the in the receiving game as well as the run game, and he kind of reminds me of like Antonio Gibson maybe. Okay. Um, he's built the same like. I think I think Antonio Gibson's also like exactly 6'1", 220, 218, something like that. Um, they're built very similar, and he has long strides, which like lets him get past like that line of scrimmage, right? Yeah. Um, and then once he hits the space, like it is, he's gone. Like this guy is uh. super fast. Um, but I think. I think because like running backs are less valued in mm-hmm. today's NFL, right? And yeah. you can get serviceable running backs in the second round, in the third yeah. round, in the fourth round even. Um, that I feel like that's going to hurt their draft stock. Um, yeah. And, you know, there might be a chance that we don't see any running backs in the first round. Yeah. Like if there isn't like a team that really, really loves Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker – they could be fine with waiting until the second round because, you know, yeah. if if they don't take him in the first round, they can still take Isaiah Spiller in the second round, Brian yeah. Robinson, like Ty Davis Price. Like there are a bunch of good running backs, serviceable running backs that you can take in the second or third round. Um, and that, you know, that I think that might end up hurting Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I, like I feel like teams that overpay for running backs are – stupid right they're using their money yeah stupid where yeah. just get a good o-line right where like a position that i think really matters because they affect the passing game as well yeah as the running game right you could have a, like a mid-tier running back that's affordable um and make him look amazing yeah right yeah um and so like i mean the falcons draft really bad i mean the past two years have been <laughs> The first round picks have been okay, uh, but like you see, like other teams, like their their sixth round picks will turn out to be like really serviceable guys. Whereas the Falcons, it's like after the first round, we're we're just done, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Where none of our second, like anyone past the second round, usually doesn't pan out. Yeah. Right. Um, and if they do start, it's because you know, like. That's just how bad our team is. That like, if they went to any other team, they would be on the bench, <laughs> right? Um, so, I mean, luckily, our first round picks have never been running backs in recent years. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we well, had... When was the last one? Was Michael Turner first round or second round? No, Ma- Michael Turner, we, we got through a trade. He played for Chargers. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, then, yeah, you really haven't drafted anyone yeah. in, in the first round in a while. Yeah, exactly, right. Um, and then we had, quote-unquote, decent running backs um, during our prime years, but that was simply because it was uh, a Shanahan offense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I, that duo was nice, though, right? Yeah. Freeman yeah. And, uh, and Tevin. Yeah. I mean, but if you look, like, both of them are struggling on other teams. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it went downhill so, real quick for them. Exactly. As soon as Shanahan left, it was, you know. All downhill. Yeah, and, and like, the Falcons, like, honestly, like, I wish James Cook would fall to, like, third, fourth. He could, man. Up, he could. Right? I think you could pick him up in the third round. Exactly. I, I don't think that's out of question. Yeah, um, but what's what's bad is, like, the Falcons never draft Georgia players, right? We have yeah. one guy from Georgia on our team. True, true, true. Um, and so, like, honestly, I, I doubt we get him. But, yeah, I mean, I, I viewed James Cook this year as our RB1. Um, and, like, I, I feel like a lot of these guys, like, even the top guys, they'll be available, like, come third, fourth Yeah, game, right? yeah, um, they will. So, teams, like, I, I honestly think if they draft a running back early, they're just... Either they're they're like one of the teams that are picking later, um, that just need a running back, right? Yeah. Like in the in the in the late twenties to thirty. Yep. If if it's a first round, right? I don't see any running back going top twenty. Um, and yeah, I mean, second round too. Like I wouldn't. I mean, I say waste, but I mean if you. But you know these guys are all talented. But yeah. I mean, if you if you use a pick for a running back in the second round, like I honestly think um, it could have been spent a, a different way. Because yeah. I I think this year is just a heavy defensive class. Yeah, that's true. Well, so then let 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 let's go to maybe one of the other positions that's really deep, um, and that you could pick up someone really good in the second round. That's not defense, wide receiver. There's been yeah. a lot of hype on wide receiver class yeah. this year, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, b- before we talk about the top guys, um, talk to me a little about about your guy from Georgia, George Pickens. What do you like about him? I mean, George Pickens, like I uh, like I think he's like if he didn't have that injury, I think he mm-hmm. he should have been the top guy, right? Because wow. he's huge, right? Like yeah, six, I, three I, I don't or know, six, right? yeah, like six three, six four. Um, like he can get up, like he's quick, and that's not something you see, right? It's, yeah. it's usually they have one or the other. Yeah. Where he's just like a full package, right? He's quick, he's tall. Yeah. Um, he can he can jump high. Um, just you, physical. just you wait some you. I will um, <laughs> I'll tell you about a guy who has it all, uh, that you probably never watched a single game of. <laughs> is is it Traylon Burks? No, it's not. Okay, okay. I think he's amazing too. It's even um, even, even more low key than that. <laughs> really? Oh wow. No, I mean, but yeah, but go I, mean, on, yeah, I go love on. George Pickens. You know, like um, he's he's dropped because of that injury. Yeah. Right. But I mean, after that injury, like it, it happened um, during spring practice or summer practice. Yep. I don't yep. know. So I think it was spring or, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it's. When they played in the national championship game, um, it was only 
months after that, right? Right, yeah. Um, and yeah. an ACL tear is serious. Yeah, um, he came back really, really fast for an Exactly, ACL right? They they were like, yeah, he's just going to sit out the whole year. Like, yeah, he's not yeah, going to yeah. see the field. Um, you know, he was padded up by the Georgia Tech game. Yep. Um, and he was playing in that game. Like, he played one or two snaps, but, I mean, he was playing, right? Whereas, yeah. like, some people will take a full year, like a year and a half to come back from one of those, and they'll just never be the same. Yeah. Um, but George Pickens, like, the national championship game, like, I think we only got a field goal off the, off the catch, but um, we had – we just had nothing going on. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Stetson Bennett, like, I'm – like, yeah, we won the championship with him, and so, like, <laughs> people are like, you should be grateful for Stetson. Yeah, man, I, he's I, the boy. I fucking hate that guy, right? And the <laughs> fact that he's starting for us next year, like, it pisses me off. Um, and it, it also scares me that that'll scare future high school prospects. That yeah, then, you, like... then you go walk on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather not die. You know? <laughs> um, no, but, I mean, you know, like, we just had nothing going on in yeah. the national championship yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Coach Smart put in George Pickens for a play. Right, and that play and he like, did it. He just ran like forty yards down and yeah. just caught an amazing pass, right? And he was, um, and like I, I feel like another underrated aspect of his game is his blocking, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like he is aggressive. Like I mean, his freshman year, he got into a fight with, with a Georgia, with a Georgia Tech DB, right? Um, <laughs> grabbed him by the face mask and like dragged him like ten yards and slammed him into a wall, right? And, and if you look at him, like every play that he's out, um, that he's out to block, right yeah, on a running yeah, play, yeah. he throws his body. Um, I like and, that. And, and yeah, like I mean, um, like guys like Garrett Wilson, right? Chris yeah. Olave. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, another top guy. I mean, Jamison Williams, right? Yep. These guys are either skinny. Or they're shorter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, there. I, I, in my opinion, right, you're not going to get the same blocking as you get from. I mean, I think that's probably Vegas, true. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, this guy, like, I, I, like, honestly, like, I was so, like, sad when I heard that, like, um, he got his ACL injury because number one, he's losing out on money. Yeah. Right? Um, true. And that's, I mean, like, yeah, you play the game because you love it but i mean honestly like you're getting a pretty paycheck yeah right? it's, it's really yeah. sad he went from like a first round pick to exactly to maybe end of the second round maybe third exactly. round right um and so like i was sad uh like i was like holy shit you know um and it's like his work his what he offers to a team just got it got undervalued because oh he's injured right yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I I honestly didn't see a fall off pre-injury to now. Yeah. Um, and then like you look at his freshman and sophomore years, like like his freshman year, like as a true freshman against Baylor, the year that they had like an amazing defense. Um, you know he he caught like what eighteen passes like for, like a hundred. Yeah, like he he's a monster, right? He reminds me of like a Julio, right? Yeah. Or, um, yeah, yeah, yeah uh like a, a calvin johnson right and, and who knows like maybe he not he might not live up to um that type of uh, esteem but like i i feel like he has the potential to do that 
Uh, and I feel like it's being under undervalued simply because of that one injury. Yeah. Like I, honestly, I, I think he's the best receiver in this class. And I, I mean, of course, I might be biased because he went to my school. Uh, <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, but that's my honest opinion. All right. I, okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like you. Uh, like I like you sticking up for for your guy here. Um, so let, let's talk about your, your top or the top five. I, th- I think there's a pretty like set consensus of like the top five guys this year. Um, it's, yeah. the, it's the two guys from Ohio state, right? Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. There's Jamison Williams from Alabama who really kind of came into his own this year. Um, and then when Mechie went out with the injury, right? Um, Jamison Williams kind of became the guy. Um, yeah. Then there's Drake London, the big receiver out of USC, who is kind of in, in a similar uh, similar physical form as George Pickens. He's, he's a pretty thick 6'3 guy. But he's guy. a lot slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, slower. he's not the same speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Traylon Burks, right, out of Arkansas. Yeah. Also kind of a bigger guy. Um, yeah. But this guy is actually pretty fast, too. Um, he, yeah. he only ran 4.55, but if you watch him – you know, play. Game I think, speed, yeah. yeah, his game speed is faster than four yeah. five five. Like yeah. they ran a lot of like speed sweeps and stuff with him. Yeah. You don't take a four five five guy and run speed, yeah. like speed sweeps with him, right? Yeah. Um, so I think those are kind of like the top five guys consensus. Um, are, do any of these guys kind of stick out to you that that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I mean, I think Traylon Burks. Um... If it's not George Pickens, mm-hmm. I, I like Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamison Williams also got injured. Yeah, um, that's right. And we haven't seen him since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's not Only getting in private the workouts. Same. Yeah, right. But yeah. he's not getting the same drop as George Pickens yep, did. Yep, yep. Um, that's right. So, I mean, that's probably the teams saw something where it's like, yeah, like this could be a guy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, like Ohio State receivers are always solid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I hate Ohio State because they took Justin Fields away from us. <laughs> um, but I can't take away the fact that they produce receivers year in year out. Yeah. Right. Um, and fast receivers, they're, man. They're fast. I don't know, they're like they're obsessed with like fast receivers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, like Terry McLaurin. Uh, like he like. He's a beast. He was like. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, and he was he was a standout at Ohio State, right? Yeah. So, like, whoever Ohio State's wide receiver one is, they're going to be good in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so, I mean, Garrett Wilson, yeah. I mean, everyone knows him, right? He's, he's uh, Ohio, Ohio State's uh, number one. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's probably going to go early, right? Um Ohio State guys are always quick. They always got good hands, and they're always good at route running. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, those guys, probably not much to talk about. Jamison Williams, uh, he was slashing, slashing Georgia's defense in the SEC campaign. Dude, he was, he was yeah. on another level. Exactly, right. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a reason why he's projected that high. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my biggest person where i kind of don't understand why they're mm-hmm. ranked as high um is, is drake? drake london okay yeah. i i understand like i've seen him play yeah right i've watched his highlights okay um he has great hands yep yep right but he reminds me more of a tight end mm, where okay i see um he, he like i the when i watched his highlights 
because I, I, I mean, simply, I, I watch USC highlights because I like watching them lose, right? Um, <laughs> because, I mean, I don't know why, but I just have a thing against USC. I have a thing against Alabama, which is self-explanatory, and I don't like Ohio State, right? I, and, of course, like Florida, we hate, right? Um, but, but Drake London, when I was watching USC games – the only like his hands stood out right where yeah. he can he can catch the ball from like even if it's like underthrown like he attacks the like, ball when when it's yeah, coming to him exactly right but he doesn't have that breakaway speed um yep that's true he doesn't um he's gonna struggle to he's gonna struggle to like run after the catch right yeah he, well after the catch and then he's gonna struggle to like run past guys exactly like on vertical routes right yeah. and and it's going to be it's going to be a little tough for him because right when you when you're when you're a cornerback right and you're up yeah. against Garrett Wilson you know that this guy can fly past you if you yeah. if you don't press him right so you kind of back up and give him a little bit of space yeah um but Drake London is probably not going to get that same sort of exactly. respect right like they're going to they're going to play up against him yeah. bump him on the line yeah. and, and and that but you know I I think the reason that people are so high on him is that, okay, so he doesn't have, like, the top-end speed that, like, Garrett Wilson uh, or even, like, Chris Olave, Jameson, Willis, uh, Jameson Williams have. But I think what I saw on tape, at least, was that he he's strong enough and he has good enough, like, hands to shake off the corner um, so that when he's running his route, he's not, he's not impacted by the corner, like, pressing into him on yeah. the line. Um, which is, I think, why people like him. Um, and then he's, he doesn't have the same speed as, like, Garrett Wilson or Jameson Williams once he has the ball in his hands, but he's still a playmaker when he has yeah. the ball in his hands, right? He, like, he's not gonna speed away, like, um, like, you saw Jamar Chase, right? Yeah. In, in the playoffs, he catches the slant and then he just, like, weaves through, like, three different guys yeah. and then goes, like, 60 yards. He's not gonna do that. But... He can. He's still a playmaker with the ball in yeah. his hands. Um, it's just a shame that he's like he's not faster because yeah. like he would be an absolute monster exactly. if he was. Yeah. Um. So I, I I totally get that on Drake London. I'm not that high on Drake London. Like for me, he's like maybe number five. Um, yeah. Or maybe even number six this. Yeah. This year. Um. It, it, one the guy who stuck out to me was was Traylon Burks because. This guy, so like, like I mentioned before, he's he's a bigger guy too. Um, he's yeah. Like, he's six two two twenty five. So he's a thick man. Um, yeah. He reminds me of like a taller. Do you remember Lavisca Chenault? Yeah. Yeah. He plays for the Jags now. Um, and the reason why he, he reminds me of him is because if you watched Arkansas, they they did a lot of. I mentioned this. So they did a lot of speed uh, sweeps with him. Um, like sometimes he was coming out of the backfield. Uh, he played a lot out of the slot, um, and so they kind of like moved him everywhere and, and used him as his like like offensive weapon. He wasn't like your typical like wide receiver on the outside, just go run right. Um, and so for him, I think that the struggle is going to be finding a team that like knows how to utilize him. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe <laughs> Sam Fran, maybe Sam Fran. Um, because he's definitely a guy that that Kyle Shanahan would like. He's like a tough yeah. guy um, who who knows how to handle his body um, yeah. and the ball and once he gets to get it. Paid. True, 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 true. So yeah. maybe he goes there. But yeah, I think that's going to be a struggle. It's like how many teams actually know how to use a guy like him? 
Um, yeah. like LaVisca Chenault. I think that's going to be the struggle. Um, the one guy that I wanted to mention that was super low-key, have you watched any of Christian Watson, North Dakota State? No. Yeah, all right. After this, you go, you go to YouTube and you look up Christian Watson highlights. Okay, okay. You talked about oh, Chris Johnson or uh, Megatron earlier. Uh-huh. Holy moly, this guy's actually Megatron. Um, oh, really? So this guy is 6'5", 210 pounds. Mm-hmm. He ran 4'3", 6". Oh, wow. 40. Um, and, and he plays that fast on tape. Like, oh, really? He, he, he literally looks like Megatron, like with those long strides, remember, from uh-huh. Megatron? Like, he looks like that. He catches 50-50 balls or contested balls extremely well. Um, they use him on like speed sweeps. He can play out of the slot. He can play on the outside. The only knock on him is that obviously he was at North Dakota State, right? Yeah. Um, and so he didn't see a lot of like competition really, really at all. Um, but man, I, this guy, every, if, if Carson Wentz can be like, Carson Wentz was at one point an MVP like candidate, yeah. right, in the NFL coming out of North Dakota State. So like it's clear that like you can still get talent from these like small schools. Yeah. Christian Watson, 6'5", 436, like if that's an, if, if that's not enough for like you to take like a flyer on this guy in the second uh, round, like I, I don't know. Like that's the guy that I would want in the second round um for my team to take because he has, like, his potential is insane, right? His potential is literally Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Um, and then, like, you know, if, if he if he doesn't end up being that, he's still a really, really fast 6'5 guy. Like, you really yeah. can't do anything with that. Uh, <laughs> like, I hope, he, I hope you can. And the things that you're not going to see on his highlight film are all of the plays where he won the route but the QB was bad, so he didn't get a reception. Um, you're not, you're obviously not going to see that on the highlight tape. But let me tell you, when I was watching this guy's film, there were so many plays where he won, but the QB just like wasn't good enough to get him the ball. Um, so that that's that's the one guy that that I would watch out for. Um, uh, I guess I should probably also call out like Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. He um. was. He was the guy who was bailing out Desmond Ritter, dude. This oh, is the yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. This is the guy that you saw uh, with Desmond Ritter uh, and who was, like, flying across the field. Super, uh, uh, another really, really fast receiver. His time, I think, was, like, 4-4-1. Four, four, um, uh, I think he plays a little faster than that, but this guy's 6-3-2-11. Oh, wow. And he ran 4-4-1. Four, four, um, another, like, beast. Uh, so m- maybe another guy to watch, watch out for. Okay, but... Um, we're like we're we're running out of time, so let's move on to like uh, let's move on to offense tackle because okay. there are a lot of good tackles um, in this draft, especially like high end, right? Top three: Evan Neal from Alabama, yeah, Iki Ekwanu from NC State, and then Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Um, these guys are going to. I think these the all three of these guys are like super safe. They're going to be. If they're not Pro Bowl level, like they'll be, yeah. they'll be career starters, um, uh-huh. offensive tackles on on an yeah. NFL team for for forever. Um, yeah. Is there anyone else that you want to call out 
on offense. I mean, honestly, offensive ten. I mean, I don't really watch uh, <laughs> wine, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. So I mean, I, honestly, I don't really know, but I mean, Evan Neal, Alabama. Like, you can't go wrong mm-hmm. with with any like Alabama offensive lineman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and then um, I would. I do want to say like, um, I think Kentucky. Whoever comes out of Kentucky would be a good pick. Oh, um, Dare Rosenthal, guys. maybe. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, Darian Kennard, I think, is who you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like uh, Kentucky, when we played against them, yeah, um, their offensive line was solid. Yeah, okay, um, okay. That's interesting. And so whoever whoever the guys coming out of Kentucky are, like, <laughs> I, I think, like, they would be good picks. Maybe, maybe not as um, physically – uh, dominating as like the top three guys. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But you know, like something, something about them is special that you know, like they, 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 they help their handle own, handle their own against yeah. the big boys of of the Georgia defense line. Jordan Davis, Jordan Davis, <laughs> freaking um, Trayvon Walker. Yeah, my lord, Adam Anderson. Yeah, two, and then uh, there's one more, right? Oh, Devontae Wyatt. Yeah. Hold your own against all them. All big guys. Yeah, all monsters. Absolute beasts. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. And I think one thing to note here is the only thing I'll highlight is between number one and number two off his tackle, Evan Neal, Iki Ekwanu, um, I think the, the difference to highlight here is that Evan Neal is super solid. And uh-huh. you see this out of like, like anytime Alabama has like a first round off as a tackle, right? You know that that guy is going to be super well coached, exactly. super solid. His technique's going to be awesome. All of the boring stuff, he's going to be like a plus at. Yeah. Um, Ikiakwanu, though, the reason that he's like coming up in boards and like the reason that he there's a chance that he could go above Evan Neal mm-hmm. is that even though he played at NC State, mm-hmm. some of like it, if you want to see highlights for an offensive tackle, this is the guy to look at because <laughs> when he gets to the second level. Dude, he just mauls people. He, like, takes, like, second-level cornerbacks, and he just, like, he carries them, like, six yards and then, like, pushes them down. Like, <laughs> this guy has a mean streak about him that I think GMs are going to really, really like. Coaches are going to really, really like. Like, that's what you want in your offensive tackle. You want a mean offensive tackle, and that's that's what Icky is. Yeah, um, I mean, I hope, I hope the Falcons draft someone. That would be awesome. That would be sick. Honestly, the Falcons need like we shouldn't draft based on need. Um, Falcons need to draft sick. down, get more picks, and then yeah. like draft like everyone. <laughs> we we don't need skill players yet. Yeah, we, we yeah. need um, building build, the trenches. Like, yeah, yep. exactly. Like, what what's the point of drafting a skill player when our quarterback's Marcus Mariota, right? Um, <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. Let me tell you something funny about Marcus Mariota. Um, I had a friend who's like a huge Tennessee fan, uh-huh. and when Marcus Mariota was there, I made a bet with him, and I told him, Marcus Mariota will never, ever be a Super Bowl champion as a starter, a backup, or in any other capacity, and we have $500 <laughs> on this bet. Like, I was so confident that Marcus Mariota will never be a Super Bowl champion. I was yeah, like, no. I will bet you $500. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Mariota, like, I mean, I, 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 he'll be a good bridge quarterback. Yep, yep, I think so. I think so. That's all he is, pretty much. Yeah. 
All right, all right. Let's go to um, interior offensive linemen. There are a few guys to highlight here. Um, Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa. Uh, Iowa keeps like producing yeah. these interior offensive linemen that yeah. are really, really freaking good. Exactly. It like it kind of perplexes me. Um, their tight ends are good too. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, everyone on their like offensive line yeah. is like it's super good. They're super well coached. Uh, uh-huh. I think I think it's the biggest thing. It's yeah. like they get the right guys in there and then they coach them up. Exactly. And when you're an NFL team, you know that if you get an offensive lineman from Iowa, like you're gonna get someone good, yeah, um, well coached, exactly. ready to go. Um, Kenyon Green from Texas A&M, um, also maybe a first round pick, and then Zion Johnson from Boston College. Uh, this guy can also be a first round pick. He's a little small, like uh, shorter. He's only six three, um, but. This guy's shuttle time, three co time was was really really good. Um, uh, do you want to? Do you know about uh, anything about your guy? Um, how do you even say his name? Jamari Sale. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. What do you I think mean, about him? Um, if I'm not mistaken, he was injured um, a lot of the season. But no, I mean, sure. my my thoughts with Georgia offensive linemen is we produce two. Right. Um, For sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of the Georgia linemen, like, um, they, like, guys, I mean, sure, we have guys that go first round, right? Yeah. Um, and they, they work out. Um, but I think a lot of the guys that go later on, like, seventh, eighth round, like, yeah. they, they become solid as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, like, I know um, our center from a couple years back was drafted by Baltimore um, late. Right, and if I'm not mistaken, like he's starting for them now, right? Um, so I mean, I, I feel like if you need a lineman um, later on in the draft, um, and the Georgia guy is available, like take him, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, like I, I have full confidence in in um, Georgia offensive lineman. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, there, there are, there's right now, right? David Andrews, mm-hmm. Isaiah Wynn, beast. Yeah. Um, these are just some like Ben Jones, right? For mm-hmm. for Tennessee, uh, just some examples of of off in the line from Georgia. I obviously it's just Georgia has such good recruiting that you're yeah. you're, ba- you're bound to get some, yeah. get some good talent there, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You get five star uh, linemen every year. Exactly. Exactly. Like at least one of them has to be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So let, let's let's. I think that's all offense. Um, let's move on to defense here. First, first position, defensive line. I mean, this is all Georgia, right? Yeah. Two top two guys, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt. Both solid. T- tell me about right. them. Why are they special? Why are they going to be first-round picks? I mean, Jordan Davis, right? Um, you can just tell he loves football, mm. right? And you can tell, like, he's loyal, mm. right? Where he had, like, a first to second round draft grade last year. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Or maybe not first or second, but he could have gotten drafted last year, sure. right? Like you could have started making money earlier. Yeah. Um, but he was like, you know what? Um, we're gonna run it back. Yeah. Right. Um, and every year he got better. Right. What mm. What's surprising about okay. Jordan Davis is he was a three star. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Kirby Smart um does this every class where he'll take a really underrated guy that he okay. just sees something in them and yeah. he'll develop them right okay. eric stokes last year he was a three-star okay right? wow um 
So like every year, like I mean Kirby Smart, everyone it's not a secret that he's a defensive guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, I mean uh, like last year too, right? Um, or was it two years ago? But uh, he's Ojolari, right? Yep, Ojolari. He was drafted yeah. uh, second round, and he is he's great. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so I mean, the fact that like our guys are being, um drafted a lot higher now is is just a statement of how great the defense is yeah right and, and these guys play in a defense where every other play they're switched out right because yeah, that's right um we we have a system where basically everyone plays yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you keep your you'll guys be fresh. there exactly yeah. right um and jordan davis like big right strong but he's fast yeah like, that 40 time it was all over social media um four seven eight for people exactly Wait, four seven eight for a guy who's six six, three forty one. Exactly. <laughs> My God. Right? Um, like you just look at him on TV and it's like that man is big. I watched him. I watched him today, earlier today, uh-huh. and the first thing that I did was like I didn't even watch the first full um, first full play. I uh-huh. immediately hit pause and I was like, okay, how big is this guy? Because, because he looks so freaking big. Yeah, no, he's ginormous, right? Um, and usually, like, linemen or, or defensive linemen that are bigger tend to just rely on, I'm going to outpower you. Yeah, right? they, they tend to be, like, uh, like space eaters. Exactly, yep. right? Um, and, and usually their, their assignment is um, just clog up the middle. Yep. Right? Um, but, like, Jordan Davis, you would see him um throughout the year and once he got past the line and let's say the running back was running to the outside yeah he would catch up to them and oh, that's yeah. scary yeah right for that sure. is scary and when you're when you're a quarterback playing against that um and let's say you have like a sus offensive line you're gonna be scared right yeah he brings in that intimidation factor like oh like i wonder how much it hurts if like this man runs at me full speeds and hit me yeah right yeah um <laughs> so that'll be on the back of their mind, right? So he brings, like, a mental aspect into it. So, I mean, he's great. Like, I, I feel like Devontae Wyatt, like, when him and um, Jordan Davis were on the field or when Jordan Davis was out and Devontae Wyatt was in, yeah, um, you wouldn't see much, if any, drop-off, yeah. right? Um, I feel like the technique for both of them is great, um, where they they can they can push through an offensive line and get to you. Yeah, right? for sure. They, they, they push... Like, even on pass plays, they push their the yeah. offensive lineman into the quarterback. Exactly, yep. right? Um, and so there were a lot of pressures. Um, and, you know, in the NFL, like, a bit of pressure is your defensive end getting to the back. For sure. Right? Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, everywhere on social media or – or news outlet or sports news outlets all already rave about these guys. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. just glad that Georgia guys are finally getting the recognition that they Dude, deserve. Dude, the because... fact that you guys had both these guys, yeah, is insane. Okay, also let me let me let me say Devontae Wyatt. So we raved about Jordan Davis four seven eight. Devontae Devontae Wyatt was faster four seven seven. Yeah, at at exactly. three at three oh four six three. Also yeah. a monster. <laughs> I mean, these are just. I mean, I, I feel like Kirby Smart likes guys that are big and fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Kirby Smart actually needs guys like that on the interior because yeah. you don't— Everyone else is smaller. Yeah, right? And and yeah. you don't—like, your system isn't 
um, like you don't tell your your edge guys to just like ignore everything, go after the quarterback. You yeah. you tell your edge guys to like set the to set the boundaries and like yeah. hold there. And so yeah. it's important to have interior linemen who can get to the quarterback. Um, because exactly. you, yeah, yeah, because you're that's not necessarily your system. So it's really, really good when you have guys like yeah. Davis, Devontae Wyatt. Exactly. Um, okay, yeah, I, I could I could talk you know for days about how how incredible Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt are, but I'll, I will mm. save that for another day. Let's go to Edge, which is also freaking loaded in this class, yeah. right? Um, Keep in mind, Jermaine Johnson was was a Georgia guy until last year. Okay, all right. So then, so then, talk to me about the the two or one and a half Georgia guys here uh, towards the top of the list. Trayvon uh, Walker, who could go, eh, probably not, but may, maybe could go second, um, uh, second edge, and maybe even yeah. second overall. Um, uh, and then Jermaine Johnson, who is going to be, you know, maybe top fifteen, maybe a top ten pick. Um, yeah. Talk to me about these guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, like, let, let's talk about the guys who are projected over them. Okay, um, okay. Aiden Hutchinson, right? Um, I'm not too high on. Uh, he struggled a lot against Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, we had a lot of injuries and we had a lot of young guys, mm-hmm. right? But he still struggled, um, and our offensive line struggled throughout the season. Sure. Right. Um, but he couldn't get much, if any, pressure in that game. Sure. Um, so it's, it's, when I saw that game, I was like, oh, like, in my opinion, I was like, this guy's very, like, overhyped. Mm, okay. Right. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, also a guy who I think is overhyped. Um, I, I feel like the hype from high school where he was the number one overall player who yeah. decided to go to Oregon instead of an Alabama. Yeah. Or a Georgia. Yeah. Right. I, I feel like that hype is what's, um, was pushing him, him so top. high, yeah, yeah, um, because I'm there. honestly, I I don't think Kayvon Thibodeau did much, if anything, in college. Sure, um, like I, I like, sure, like he got sacks here and there, but I mean, guys who, I mean, everyone gets sacks here and there, right? yeah, 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 um, for sure. But it's like, oh, because it's Kayvon Thibodeau doing a sack, it's like that's amazing, and that's why, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah, Whereas, and, and it's because he's he's big, he's long, yeah. like he looks the part. Yeah, exactly, right. Um, but I mean, he hasn't shown it, right? And it's yeah. oh, like we can develop that. Um, but I mean, he started what three years, um, maybe two. Um, I think at he, Oregon. he started at least two years. He played three yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, he's playing in the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. Um, weaker, 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 uh, yeah. weaker competition generally. Um, and he's not producing much, right? Whereas he's never like, had double digit sacks. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Jermaine Johnson and Trayvon Walker, they played in the SEC. Yep. Right. Um, and they showed results, and they showed progression every year. Yeah. Right. Trayvon Walker, like, wasn't playing much snaps. Let's say a year ago, right? Yeah. But now, like, he he's being projected so high and i feel like the hype on trayvon walker um was less because everyone was talking about jordan davis right but i I feel like trayvon walker was was the true star of the team where he was constantly getting pressure but he can also fall back in coverage right and and cover your um running backs whereas usually like that's a linebacker's duty yeah because he's so freaking fast 
Exactly. This guy ran right? four five one. He's two hundred seventy pounds. Exactly right. As a and, running and back. So, <laughs> if if you want to develop anyone, I feel like that's someone you would want to develop. Yeah. Oh, right? for sure. Right. Um, who's constantly showing progression, um, and showing results of that progression. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I. I mean. Um, I totally agree. Like he. Um, like, even if you look at the measurables, I mean, everyone's, like, obsessed with Kayvon Thibodeau, how he's built. Like, he looks yeah. long. He looks big. But, dude, if you compare him to Trayvon Walker, Trayvon Walker beats – he's an inch taller than him. Trayvon Walker has 20 pounds on him. He ran a faster 40 than him, 20 pounds heavier. Kayvon Thib- – the most important the, – the more – the most, like, impressive thing about Trayvon Walker is his three cone. Uh-huh. Six, eight, nine. That's, like uh-huh. – that's like top wide receiver Rico. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it just shows like how much media plays a part, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Into into these things where media hyped up Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau throughout the year. Yeah. Um, and they hyped uh, Jordan Davis, right? Yeah. Um, so Trayvon Walker wasn't talked about as much, and it's showing right now, right? Yeah. I mean, he has better. He has better results on paper, right? And yeah. then he has better measurables, but he's thought of as lower than the other two, right? Yeah, so yeah. stuff like that to me is like just look at the results, look at what you're getting, yeah. and shoot from there. Don't let um, freaking Stephen A. Smith, you know, <laughs> or, or someone um, to uh, influence your decisions, right? Make yeah. the smart one um, at draft – you know, um, like Jermaine Johnson, right? Um, I, I feel like when he announced his transfer, which was like two days, two to three days, it was it was right after our season ended last year. Yeah. Um, he announced he was going to Florida State, and part of that was because he was frustrated that he was constantly getting switched in and out, mm, right? Mm. Um, he wanted to boost his draft stock. Yeah. Um, and he felt the best way to do that was to go to a team where he could be the star. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and he did exactly that. Yeah. Right? Where Florida State's defense, if, if they were being talked about, it was Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. Yeah. Yep. He's the guy. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, like, like I said, like, defense and offensive line, like, sure, our other positions may be a little sus, but um, – monster I, I feel like if they're available and you need that position it's a state pick yeah that's that's definitely true um yeah uh let me highlight just a couple of other guys here before we move on uh george Karlaftis out of purdue i don't know how much purdue you watched uh, uh none this guy is really really good um he's gonna be a first round pick i i'm telling you right now uh he's not the best fit for every team He's, he would actually have been a really good fit for Georgia because he plays in the same way. He's not a guy who, like, is, like, is obsessed with trying to get to the quarterback, but he does a really, really good job of setting the edge, holding his own on the on the outside. Like, this guy's going to be a first-round pick. Um, yeah. Another guy, David Ojabo, obviously got injured, right? And this guy could have been also a, a top first-end pick. Um the injury is really going to hurt him. I There's a chance that he still goes at the very end of the first round or something because his measurables are, are really impressive too. This guy, 455, 445 shuttle, 120-22 uh, broad jump. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens with him. Um, 
the injury was super super unfortunate and, and may push him out of the first round. Uh, last guy I want to highlight is Nick Bonito. I, I don't know how much Oklahoma you watched. Uh, I hate Oklahoma. This guy was the best uh, edge rusher on Oklahoma, and uh, he's like a speed pass rusher. Like, uh, okay. do you remember like Yannick Ngakwe? Um, he's like that kind of style where uh-huh. he uses his speed to get around the tackle um, and then okay. get to the QB. So he's also like, he's kind of like the opposite of, of Karlaftis in a way, where Karlaftis is the guy who like, kind of holds his ground, holds the uh-huh. edge, and then Nick Bonito's the guy who's like, I'm going to use my speed and get around you. Um, so those are just a couple of guys that, that I wanted to highlight. Um, I think let, let's move on to... Let's move on to, um, what do you want to do, cornerback or linebacker? Um, honestly, like, linebacker is pretty self-explanatory. Like, who are well, you guys? Well, okay, no, 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 you know what? Kobe Dean. Okay, you know what? Here, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a name for myself right here. <laughs> not only do I think that Kobe Dean is not going to go in the top 15. Okay. I'm just gonna say it. I think that Kobe D's gonna go in the second round. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think that's not something where it's like outlandish to say, simply because like he's undersized. Yeah, he's small. Right, he's small. Um, but like Nicobe Dean, like regardless of that, like he is a ball hawk. Yeah. Right. He's good in coverage. Um, which is crazy for a linebacker. He hits hard, so he, he doesn't play his size. Like, he plays like he's a bigger guy. For sure. That's um, true. And then, like, he, like, I, I, I've i seen so many times where he'll see a play, he'll see it being set, and then he'll change, like, his his linebacking core. He'll be like, hey, you go here, you go here, you go yep. here. Yep. I'm going to switch the play up, yep. and it, it works to perfection. Yeah. Right? I mean, we, we saw that in the Alabama game. Yep, yep. Um, and then he also keeps other players accountable. Yep. Right? Um, where he was yelling at Channing Tindall, um, telling him like, "Why the fuck did you blow your your assignment?" <laughs> um, next play, Channing Tindall made a fourth down stop. Yep. Right. Um, and that's something that I think is special. Um, For sure. and, and like, just because you're undersized doesn't mean it it won't work. Um, we had Debo, um, uh, on, in Atlanta. Like, I, like he fell he fell off a lot, but. Um, during his prime years, like he, he was considered an undersized guy, right? Yeah. Uh, but like, I mean, he was great. Like he was an anchor for the defense for a long time, right? I mean, I, I think he's way past his prime now, um, and I think we should let him go. Um, but <laughs> um, I, I I feel like Nicobe Dean can bring a lot of value to a team. Nicobe um, Dean, Nicobe Dean reminds me of. Do you remember Dequel Jackson? No. He's kind of old. Um, he used to play for Cleveland. He was actually the guy um, at the center of Deflategate um, when he was oh, okay. with the Colts. But he's really similar to Kobe Dean. He's six foot oh. tall. Um, he's really good in coverage. He And what his specialty is, is that he makes plays on the ball. Like, he's near the ball all the time, which what I think that's what Kobe Dean is yeah, to me, right? Exactly. Like, he's all over the field, like, constantly. Yeah. Um, and he's always where, like, he needs to be. He's always near the ball somehow. Um, and that's how kind of Dequel Jackson was. He was a pro bowler. Um, obviously, he's not a Hall of Famer or anything, but he, he was a pro bowl linebacker. Um, so, obviously, a quality player. Um, and Nicobe Dean reminds me a lot of him. I just, 
I really believe that that teams are going to like they're going to be hesitant to take a 511 220 yeah. pound guy in the first round. Yeah. Um because if you look at the if you look at the like the top uh linebackers in the in the league today, right? There's Tremaine Edmonds, uh Darius Leonard, Fred Warner. Um like these guys are bigger and they're either like super fast um or they're just like uh really big and strong. Um and I just don't think that Nicobe Dean is either. Like I know that Nicobe Dean's like like it, it feels like he's like all over the field, but like he's not the fastest guy, right? Yeah. Um he's not as fast as like maybe even like Christian Harris on Alabama. Um and so like I don't know. I just feel like because of those things that 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 teams are going to be hesitant to take him in the first round. Um, but but for whichever team that ends up with him, I think they're going to be really happy with the player because yeah. they're going to get a really really smart, um, ready to play immediately linebacker who has a like um, a drive and an engine that never stops um, and is always going to be around the ball. Um, but yeah, I guess the, the, the just the question is like, will he be able to be like a superstar um, linebacker, um, yeah. like an All Pro level linebacker? And if not, like, are our teams going to be willing to spend a first round pick? Um, yeah, may, maybe a guy who could be that is like Devin Lloyd out of Utah, right? Uh, this guy's this guy is kind of a beast too. Um, he's six uh, three. He's six uh, three, two hundred, almost forty pounds. Uh-huh. Um, he ran like in the four sixes or something. Uh-huh. This guy, um, I don't know if you watched any Utah. I'm guessing not because he's no. packed well. But um, uh, I think he's probably going to be the first linebacker off the board. Um, he has a chance to go, maybe not top ten, but like top fifteen. Um, this guy is is really really good. Um, and then I really like Christian Harris. Um, I think he got like better every year. Or sorry, every week um, this this season, and I think his his measurables also like line up really well, right? He's six one two twenty six. That's like kind of like your prototypical uh, um, linebacker. He ran four four four. Um, I, I think he's kind of trending upward. I'm excited to see him. Um, can you talk to me about the other Georgia linebackers, Quay and uh, Tyndall? Yeah, I mean they had a lot of spotlight taken off of them simply because how amazing the Kobe Dean Yeah, was. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I feel like those players both, like, I mean, I, I don't think that they will be, like, superstars, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, but I do think they will be starters. Yeah. Um, and they will hold their own. Yeah. Right? So if, if like, you have your 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 guy, right, at yep. the linebacker position, yep. and you just need that supporting cast. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Choosing either or, I, I feel, will be great. Um, Channing Tindall didn't play as much as quay walker mm. um okay um like he he's a guy where he stayed an extra year to to play okay right but he he put his name on the map this year um and like he came up big in the championship game mm. yeah um and so yeah i mean i feel like they're both solid um they can I... be guys or you plug and play Exactly. Yeah, I really like Channing Tindall, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think he's being rated way too low. Like this big board has him at like eighty-seven. Uh-huh. Uh, but like I feel like like mid second round or something, uh-huh. Tindall could go. I th- I think I really like this guy. 
maybe not as much as Christian Harris, just because Christian Harris had a lot of reps, right, at Alabama. Uh, yeah. And he's an Alabama linebacker, so yeah. <laughs> there's just there's just some cachet there. You but just can't go wrong with him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But Tyndall, I, I really liked him. Um, okay, let's let's move to corners, where there's also kind of a lot of hype here, too, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, the big question is going to be, how far does Derek Stingley Jr. fall? Yeah. What do you um, think? Honestly, honestly, um, I think he's another guy um, like Kayvon Thibodeau, mm-hmm. where his high school ranking is inflating his draft yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Derek Stingley, after, I mean, even his freshman year, he he had good games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't overall amazing, right? Yeah. And then the next year, um, he got the number seven. Um, for LSU, yeah, um, which is like esteemed, yeah. But I mean, he really hasn't showed anything too special to me. Yeah. Um, I, I think Andrew Booth is good. I um, think Andrew Booth is really good. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm I'm looking at the draft boards you sent. And yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. few Washington guys. Um, yep. And I, I I think Washington produces good cornerbacks. For sure, hundred um, percent. Byron Murphy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, what's his name? He's not a he's not a cornerback, but safety. Buddha Baker. Yeah, um, right. There, there are a lot of guys from Washington as of late. Yeah. yeah, I feel like defensive backs from Washington are always solid. Yeah. Um. So I mean, who knows? Maybe you 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 draft Trent McDuffie or Andrew Booth before Derek Stingley, which I don't think will be the case. People are teams will just buy into the oh right. like he was amazing in high school, you know, and he it, showed yeah. flashes of brilliance in college. Yeah. We're gonna take that risk. Um. But I honestly think um, teams will regret it if they do, right? Um, just because, I don't know, he just really hasn't shown or done much throughout college. Yeah. Um, and then he decided to sit this year out. Um, and, and he has injury history now, right? Yeah. Like multiple exactly. years of injury. Yeah. Um, so, oh, was he injured this year? Yeah, yeah, I think he, he was injured both this year and last year, I think. Yeah. Um, Not like the entire, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I, like, I, I mean, maybe, like, you, you just do it, right? But It's like, the thing, so I watched Eric Stingley film, um, and, alright, what turned me off from him is that he just quits on the play too often. Like, uh, it just feels like... When you watch him play, it feels like he doesn't care or he's like uh-huh. bored or something, uh-huh. um, and he it doesn't it doesn't look like he loves football, uh-huh. which really really sucks because yeah. because you can you can see the potential in his hips. Uh-huh. He has the most fluid hips that uh-huh. I have I think ever seen. Like uh-huh. I'm talking like Deion Sanders level of like uh-huh. fluid hips. Yeah. And he's just a, such a smooth athlete. Um, he's fast. He's strong. Like, oh man, it's and and a team is gonna look at that and and he's gonna they're gonna be like, I think I think the question is gonna be, the GM is gonna ask, do we have a cornerback or a defensive back coach who can take this guy and mold him into like his full potential? Uh-huh. Because his full potential is like best cornerback in the league. 
Like, and he's perfect. He's six feet tall, 190 pounds. He's strong. He has the best hips that I've ever freaking seen. He's fast. Like, oh, man, like... If I was a GM, I would be so tempted because I like yeah. I I just like I have a weak spot for like super athletic uh-huh. uh, super athletic players, especially a cornerback, right? Uh-huh. Like, cause you need it to, to be a top corner in the league. You need to be able to keep up with guys like Jamar Chase. Like, who's yeah. going to cover Jamar Chase? Uh-huh. It's not going to be. It's probably not going to be Andrew Booth, Trent McDuffie, to be honest, uh-huh. right? They're good. They're good players, but they're probably not going to do it. Uh-huh. If anyone is going to be Derek Stigley. But, oh, man, I just – I hope he goes to the right team. I hope uh-huh. he gets the right coaching. And I hope that he can find, like, a love for football um, again. Like, I – my – okay, my theory is that after he won the national championship his freshman year. Yeah. He was kind of like, okay, like, do I still need to be here? Like, uh-huh. I, I won everything. Like, why, don't, yeah. why can't I just go to the NFL? It's kind of how I feel. Like that's my theory, um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it, the The rest of this class is actually really good. You already mentioned um, Andrew Booth out of Clemson, Trent McDuffie out of Washington, also very very good. I think they could both be first rounders. Um, other guy, Kyer Elam, 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 Elam. I don't know. You're the SEC guy, Florida kid. I don't watch football. Uh, I don't watch. I don't watch Florida football. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this guy also uh, could be first rounder. Um, I mean, obviously we have to we have to talk about the number one, right? Uh, Ahmad Gardner. Sauce Gardner, like this guy is so freaking good, man. Yeah, um, he's good. He 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 might not be Jalen Ramsey good, which is why I don't think he should go like top five. Um, uh-huh. I think he should go like top fifteen because uh-huh. if you're gonna go top five, dude, you have to be Jalen Ramsey good, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. He's not Jalen Ramsey, but he's just like a, he's just a notch underneath. Uh-huh. Um, and I think he's really good. He played a lot a large part in obviously Cincinnati being good. Like I mentioned this when I was talking about Devin Ritter, right? Like yeah. they have multiple like uh, NFL prospects on their defense. Yeah. Sauce Gardner is one of them. Another one of them is Kobe Bryant. Um, no, not the late and great Kobe Bryant. Uh, spelled C O B Y Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, also from Cincinnati. Uh, I think there's a lot of hype on this guy because of that uh, of his athleticism. Uh-huh. I wasn't like particularly impressed. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. He, he could be fine. The guy that I don't think that is getting enough credit, um, all the way down on, on our. I don't even know if you can see him on your on your uh, big board. He's uh-huh. 108. Jalen Armour Davis, Alabama corner. Uh-huh. He was right above him. Is Darian. Darian yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's good. I really like Armour Davis. Um, again, I mean, you must have watched him at, at Alabama. Yeah. Um, I don't think he, like, necessarily, like, made, like, a bunch of big plays. And I think that's why he's not getting, like, the same sort of hype as, as some of the other guys. But if you watch him, like, he covers guys no problem. Like, he's always with the guy, whoever he's covering. Um, he kind of reminds me of... Uh, AJ Terrell, your y'all's corner, yeah, right. Who AJ Terrell? He was the same thing uh, when he was at Clemson. Like he he didn't necessarily always like make like huge like splash pay, plays, but when he was there, like he was always on the hip pocket of whoever he was yeah. covering. Um, except against Jamar Chase. Yeah, except against Jamar Chase, which like 
Again, like... It's Jamar Chase. Yeah, who's gonna freaking cover Jamar Chase other than Jalen Ramsey or someone, right? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so, like, other than him... But also, like, against Jamar Chase, it's not like he was getting blown past by Jamar Chase. Like, he was always, like, right by Jamar Chase. Um, in any case... I think Jalen Armour Davis, um, he's super underrated. I'm excited to see him. I want him for my team, honestly. Um, I love Alabama cornerbacks. Um, yeah. I, I think they, like, it's similar to, uh, to, like, Washington, what you said. Like, Alabama yeah. has had some really good secondary players, like Marlon Humphrey. Uh, Marcus Peters was Alabama? Question mark? No, Marcus Peters was Washington. Oh, that's another good Washington guy. Uh, <laughs> um, Marlon Humphrey, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, like, um, yeah. uh, what's his name? Drake or Patrick? Um, so a bunch of good guys, but, um, yeah. okay, yeah, we, we can, we can move on from corner. Um, last position here, safety. Kyle Hamilton is from Georgia, and his mom's Korean. He's the best. <laughs> Wait, is he actually? Wait, he, yeah, is he half, half Korean. Korean? Yeah. Oh, he looks half Asian. Yeah, he's half Korean. Oh, what? Okay, now I yeah. even love him more. <laughs> Wait, I already loved him, but, like... Jesus, I didn't know that. Um, I mean, the big news about Kyle Hamilton is his 40 time, right? That just came out from his pro day. He ran like 4.59 or something, uh, which obviously is really slow kind of yeah. for a number one safety. Um, but he doesn't play that way, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how much Notre Dame you watch, but... Um, I, I watched a lot of Kyle Hamilton highlights. Okay. Uh, he looks... Does he look freaking good? Yeah, his his coverage is amazing. Right, right? like and he, he makes yeah. plays that you're like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. Um, and, and and with safety, right? You're you're already deep down the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have um, yes, space. Like people run towards you, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. So you can kind of, and I feel like he's good at projecting, like, oh, he's gonna run this route to that. Yeah. And so like you see, like he makes big plays of like interceptions when it matters. Yep. Um running running to guys and tackling them so i mean like i mean 40 time yeah that might be concerning but yeah. i mean his, his game's knowledge like the pace he plays at i think it's perfect um he's freaking good he's gonna be yeah. so good I, I think his length also helps him he's six four dude yeah like and he's long <laughs> yeah he's, he's really long. long right yeah he play, yeah. and he plays long his arms are long like yeah all of these things will help him um, I think he's, he's like, he should be a top 10 pick, no doubt. Like, yeah. he's, he's going to be really, really good in the NFL. Um, he's not going to be like an Earl Thomas where he's like flying across the field, but yeah. this guy, like his length is going to be his biggest strength. Um, we need to talk about a couple more guys here. Daxton Hill out of Michigan. This guy is, is kind of moving up draft boards. Um, and it's because, dude, this guy ran 4-3-8. Oh, wow. Yeah, he ran four three and his three cone was six five seven. Oh wow! It's the second fastest in the draft. Um, huh. He like he's an incredible athlete. He flies to the ball and he plays super physical. Um, I really like Daxon Hill. Uh, if someone if he falls in the second round, like someone's gonna pick him up immediately because yeah. he's too good for that. Um, talk about your guy Lewis. Yeah, I mean, he plays angry, like, uh, like <laughs> he's a murderer on the field. Um, like, last year, like, you saw the hit that he had yeah. on a Florida player where they just both knocked out, right? But, I mean, what's 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 amazing with him is, like, every single play that he's on the field, and, and safety was the one position where 
the position the, the player wasn't alternated yeah um right and so he was constantly on the field but if you would look like he just played with the same intensity every single mm, play i like that and that's something you want yeah right? um, sure. especially at the safety position where um if if a guy running down like deep down the field yeah right he's scared of getting hit yeah right? yeah um like he he like I I don't know what his four his forty times he ran four but, three seven dude right yeah, yeah so insane. he's quick right he like he hits hard like anytime like it's a solo tackle you hear the clap yeah like, yeah uh, so I mean that intensity uh, and like I feel like his ball tracing ability got has gotten better where mm. you know like his interception ability and totals like over the years have progressed a lot yeah um, but like. Every single year that he's played, like you just saw the the intensity that he had. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he learned behind J.R. Reed, um, mm. who I thought was amazing. Uh, he he was also a leader that was like, I mean, it, it, the leadership position was Nicobe Dean like outshining yeah. everyone. Yeah. Right? But yeah. But Lewisine, he also was someone who will keep players accountable. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let you know you that. fucked up, but yeah. like be a brother about it you for know sure, sure um and it's just like you you can tell like his love for the game um his love for knocking you out right <laughs> um and if you're a wide receiver running down the field and Lewisine is is the safety you're playing against um you're scared of that that hit that you're gonna get afterwards dude i would be scared 200 pounds 6'2 yeah. My God, if I'm a wide receiver, I'm scared of that coming at me. That running at you, uh, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> That's and terrifying, like, dude. I'm I'm looking at this. I'm just like recalling right all the defensive players that we've talked about. Uh huh. And I'm starting to understand a little bit more how Georgia won and beat Alabama. You guys kind of just out Alabama to Alabama. Exactly. Right? Trying to build another one here. Yeah, like that's what it feels like. Like I'm just like yeah. looking at all these players. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you had a lot of freaking good players yeah. on that defense. Exactly. <laughs> oh my. The defense Lord. won it this year. Yeah, yeah. It, they really yeah. did. I mean, yeah, you can't give it to Stetson, right? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Get him out of here. Um, all right, cool. I, I think I think that covers all the positions. Um, we ran through it. It's, we're at two hours here. Holy moly! Um, thanks for uh, thanks for filling in here, coming as our guest. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely have you back on um, once college football season comes back up, and you can talk about Georgia. Um, for sure. We can do a, that, we can do a little deep fun. dive there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So appreciate you coming on. Um, I think I'm going to end the stream here. Thanks to everyone listening to the podcast. So we'll be back next Wednesday again. Um, hopefully Andy uh, gets his voice back and, and recovers. Um, and we'll be back to talk some more sports. Uh, catch y'all later. Bye.